Welcome to the So That Got Me Thinking podcast. I am your host Nat and if you like exploring womanhood, motherhood, how we strive and fail, psychology and spirituality, then this is the place for you. A weekly podcast where we look at hints, tips, books, coaching, special guests to help us all grow together. This week I've been considering how we need to care less. Okay, so bear with me. We have our goals, our plans, our to-do lists. We think we have to work it all out. A life can sometimes be really serious as we think we've got to get all this stuff together, get our shit together and get it all sorted. But what if it's really simple? What if it's about just enjoying life? That's it. That is our meaning on earth, is just to enjoy it. We put so much resistance in the way to us. We fight it. We want to get to that goal. So much so that when we get there, we feel unfulfilled because we feel like it's going to give us something more than it actually will. What if the secret to getting the life we want is simply to experience it, to live it? Not on our phones, just living it. Because we are trying to paddle upstream against the tide, forcing and controlling. And that's from fear. Because we think that if we've got it all worked out, our lives will sometimes, that we'll have the answers, that everything will flow. And I've been considering this week that actually it will not. So... It's been time for me to consider how to allow, how to flow, and see what presents itself. I'm not saying take no action in your life. What I'm saying is, if we enjoy life and we look for the joy in every day, we show gratitude and we just allow what is. It'll attract to us, not help us force what is not. So if there was no outcome or goal in your life, what would you be doing differently? Would you be feeling less stress? Would you eat that ice cream? Would you take the trip? Would you take the call? We really are co-creators. So let's go back to simplicity. And I love the saying that really we are just um, spirits having a human experience. And that's what I've been considering this week. I hope you love this week's podcast. Take care. Hello and welcome back to That Got Me Thinking podcast. Today I am super excited because we have Sophie Gillam-Webb with us. Now Sophie is wife and mum of two boys living in Cheshire. 12 years ago she discovered the law of attraction and successfully used it to turn her life around. Now she works as a law of attraction and manifestation coach helping others overcome their limiting beliefs and manifest the lives of their dreams. Sophie I'm so excited for this. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm just going to get straight into this because the law of attraction and manifestation is like one of my favourite, favourite topics. So when I saw that this is what you do, I had to have you on. Um, and I guess I want to ask, when we talk about limiting beliefs and what holds us back, what is the biggest thing that people come to you with? What's their biggest, like, I don't know, things that they are really stuck on? A lot of the time it's 
this story that they can't have it all or mm. that they aren't worthy of it all. That's the most common thing. Things that I struggle with myself also, so I can really yeah. re- relate to it. But yeah, that idea of like you you can't have it all. That's, you know, society's put us in this box and said, you must choose what you have. You can't be a wife, mother, a, a, an entrepreneur. You, you can't do everything. You have to choose. And I get that a lot where people are like, this isn't accessible to me because I can only have so much. Oh, that is deep. And I think when I'm coaching, one of the things I always say is our deepest fears as humans is that we are not worthy in some way. And so when you said that then, I thought, oh, that really resonates with everyone that I talk to. It's just such a, yeah, a deep rooted thing that we can't have it all. And do you think that's because we're conditioned to do that or that is just like fear or society? Where do you think that's coming from? I think mostly it's coming from society and from I think it's coming from other people's limiting beliefs that they are then passing on to us and I think that it filters down and then it it comes to us and it's like okay this is the story because this is the story my parents had and and my grandparents and it's kind of filtered down and that's why we also have the same beliefs that is so true that is so for people who don't know what is the law of attraction what does that mean Sophie so it's this concept that the thoughts that we have create the reality that we live so whatever we are thinking about we are attracting back into our reality a bit like a boomerang and it's essentially when we're having these thoughts they are vibrating at a certain frequency and Mm. whatever frequency we're vibrating at we're we're pulling back in and it's everything's made up of energy in the in the universe and that's a scientific fact that's not just woo woo that's pure scientific fact so the these everything's made up of energy and, and everything's moving and vibrating and therefore everything's got its own frequency so it all kind of ties in and it's just this idea that whatever we are thinking about predominantly it's what we're pulling back in so in order to change our reality we need to change the types of thoughts we're having I'm going to follow that with another question. <laughs> how, <laughs> how do we do that? So if we're feeling, so someone's coming to you and they're feeling kind of stuck in a bit of a rut, because we've all been there, haven't we, where we're a bit like, oh, I just don't know what yeah. I'm doing. I know kind of where I want to be, but I don't know how to do that. What, what is the kind of first thing you recommend someone to do if they're feeling like a little bit low vibe, they, you know, and you're thinking, okay, I need to get them to be kind of up in their frequency and stuff. What is like something you would recommend them do? So everybody is different and everybody has their own ways of raising their vibrations. Uh And, you know, some people still go for a run or some people will go for a cycle or some people will go, you know, to the gym and that works great for them. Like I'm not a gym person, so that would lower my vibrations. (laughs) So you find what works for you, like what makes you feel good. And that's the essential key is when we feel good, 
we you can't be feeling good and be vibrating at a low frequency it's impossible so you need to find what feels good and just analyze what what feels good for you and then do more of that because that that raises the vibrations and i'd also say if somebody's feeling stuck it's usually for a reason there's usually something that they're carrying around with them yeah Mm. and a lot of the time what we do as humans is we don't feel emotions fully we feel this need to like suppress everything down and then what happens Mm. is we end up coming back to it because we haven't fully felt it and i would just really recommend people lean into those feelings and feel them fully it's uncomfortable we don't want to be feeling those kinds of low vibrations but feel into it and then release it because once you've fully felt it you you're at a point where you can release it and move forward and then that helps you kind of break that barrier and and move on from that so I definitely recommend people explore that that's really interesting so I remember when I read the book emotion code and that looks at where we store trapped emotions in our body and they manifest as different things whether that is um well it could be anything really couldn't it absolutely anything but you know Louise Hay's got a brilliant book how to heal your life as well and they look at different parts of your body and how that's manifested from emotions or things we've trapped so I think that's a great thing to think about it's just those emotions we've got and how do we let them out we're taught aren't we don't you know oh that's enough now you know come on pull yourself together and yeah. I think that's almost the worst kind of a worst kind of advice we could give anybody yeah and and when people are maybe someone reacts to a situation with anger that you know they're angry and people will say you know don't be angry you shouldn't be angry but they should be angry because that's how they feel it doesn't mean that you encourage them to go and smash the place up but they feel a valid emotion of how they feel in that moment and they should feel that and in a, a safe way they should you know feel that emotion and then release it and move on and we tell people too much what they should be feeling and what they shouldn't be feeling and that they're wrong for feeling things when really that's how they feel how you feel is how you feel and instead of telling people they shouldn't be feeling it we should be encouraging people to feel it so they can then move on from it rather than them holding on to it forever yes oh I love this Sophie I want to explore your story a little bit if that's okay so 12 years ago you said you kind of discovered the law of attraction how now, I know a lot of people come about it via reading The Secret, but I wanted to find out, how did you come about the law of attraction? How did you start using it? So I found it through The Secret as well. I, I think The Secret's great because it's it's how it came to mainstream. Yes. And I have a love-hate relationship with it because I think a lot's missing from the book. Mm-hmm. But I think that, I mean, it, it got me into it and it, it's great for, for everybody. But I... I was in a very different position 12 years ago. I was um, it, it, it was my 21st birthday and I woke up this morning and I woke up in this rundown bedsit that I was living in. I had no family. All my family had disowned me. I was with this um, circle of friends that were on the wrong track. They were mm. drinking and doing drugs. And as a result, I was drinking and doing drugs. I was working a dead-end job where I didn't earn enough to pay my basic bills. But then I was spending every penny I had on drugs and alcohol. So I I wasn't making good choices. And I was miserable. And I I woke up on, on my 21st birthday. And a friend of mine has the exact same birthday as me. And her mom rang me. And she was telling me about this surprise party they were throwing for my friend. 
And it was just a stark contrast to how yeah. I woke up on my birthday. And she'd woken up and she'd had happy birthdays and presents and cards and mm. just surrounded by love. And I had woken up alone in a bed seat where I had to wedge a chair against the door because I was so terrified to sleep at night. It was such a horrific area. Wow. And I would like search the sofa cushions for loose change to to appease the bailiffs that would come to try and take my things. And that's the life I was living. And I just remember thinking, this is not how life should have been. This is not what I wanted from life. This isn't the path I wanted to be on, but it was where I was. And I was like, people like me don't do better than this. And every day wow. felt like a chore. It felt like waking up and, and breathing wasn't a blessing. It was a curse. And I just remember I got off the phone and I just broke down and I was on my knees and I was like, I can't do this anymore. And I was so close to just ending everything. And in this moment of pure desperation, I'm on my knees and I, I look to the left and I have a dresser and I can see something's fallen down this dresser and I just instinctively reach and grab and it's this book, The Secret. A book I, I owned and I bought years previous read thought it was a complete scam and dismissed entirely but I didn't have a lot of belongings that everything I owned was in this one room so it made sense that it was there but it must have fallen down when I'd moved in and I, I remember taking this book and in this moment of desperation I just looked at the book and I just said show me what you've got because I've got nothing and there wow. was just this energetic shift where I was like if I'm gonna live I'm gonna live and I need I to make <laughs> I need to make a change. I need to really do something about this life. This is not how it's supposed to be. And if I'm going to stay here and I'm going to continue, I have to change things. And I spent the rest of my 21st birthday reading that book from cover to cover. And then I went in search for everything I could find on the law of attraction. And I handed my notice in the next day. I handed the notice in on my um, bedsit the next day. I had no plan. I had, you know, I was in debt. I, I had no money coming in. I, I didn't think I could be anything, but this energetic shift just was the kick that I needed. You know, I wanted to work a job that paid enough money, but it also, I didn't hate going to, and I wanted to live in a house like a proper adult so that I could, you know, just live properly, not in this one room in this area, which was, you know, horrific. And, it was those things and I just I just started the ball rolling and I just put all of my faith into this concept that I didn't believe before then that worked and it just my life changed and I live a very different life today than I lived then I live in a beautiful house I have a beautiful family I you know I just manifested my dream car I am living an entirely different life and if you'd have told me at 21 it's going to be okay I wouldn't have believed you but if if I knew it was going to be this good I would I, I just wouldn't have been able to even conscious. imagine it yeah it just wasn't even a thought in my mind at that point I don't even know where to go so I got two questions from that like your story's just amazing I'm just yeah like I had goose pimples when you were telling me that when we talked about faith I think that is a big part of law of attraction, is it? Believing, like, once you believe it, it can happen. It's almost like if you've got that faith and you can see it in your own mind, it will happen. But sometimes when there's that gap between manifesting, so when there's this gap between you put it out there 
and then you're waiting. How do you keep that faith? Have you got any hints or tips for that? Because that's something that I personally struggle with a bit. It's like, oh, you know, put it out there and now mm, will it come? How do, how do you keep that faith? Yeah, it's hard. And and what we tend to do is we then focus on the lack of it, which then puts us back oh. in that lack mentality. And then we're just going to attract more lack back to us. And people wonder why it's not working. And that's where our focus is. And I would just say it is having that pure faith that it is coming and just knowing it is coming, it's on the way. And just uh, almost like set and and forget and, and try not to focus on it and try and raise your vibrations because the fastest way to manifest is to be in a state of joy. So oh. I will set a manifestation in motion and then I will almost try and just put it out of my mind and just concentrate on the present because we yeah. don't do that enough as humans either. We, we don't live in the present. We're, we're too busy living in the future or we're living in the past. We're yeah. not living in the moment. So I'll really try and just check in with myself and see, am I in a state of joy? So when I was manifesting my dream house, I really went inward in my current home. And I, you know, and there was lots of things about my my home that I didn't like. It was, we'd outgrown it. It, was, it wasn't in the best area. It was, you know, I had this newborn baby and it just, it, all of these things that I, I was like loathing about it. And instead I, I went the opposite and I started to think of all the reasons I was grateful for that house and why I actually loved that house. And I fell in love with it again, rather than focusing on this new house that I wanted, I'd put that intention out there and I believed that it was coming. And then I fell in love with the house I had and that speeds the process up. So just try and put it out of your mind and, and focus on the present. Because if you raise your vibrations and you're in a state of joy, it's going to come much faster. That's such a good one. And I think, do you have like a manifestation ritual? Is there a certain things that you do? Because I know everyone's quite individual, aren't they, and how they manifest things. Do you have certain things that are non-negotiable that you always do? I have lots of different tools that I'll kind of tap into and use. And I use... Yeah. I, I very much like I try and live my life very much on like allowing myself to be guided to whatever feels right in the moment. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I'll do certain things and then other times it won't feel right and I'll do something different. There are yeah. certain things I definitely don't do. Um, there's like a, a ritual where it's called the, uh, I think it's uh, 55 by five and you <laughs> yeah. essentially write out write yeah, 55 times five you, you, 55 times for five days I yeah. can't stand it, it I I'm like my, my arm's aching by like the I 12th have time I've written it and I didn't feel any yeah. joy there was zero no. joy after the 55 yeah. times and that's what I say is it, it should f you if you're not feeling joy when you're doing these tools it's not for you put it down and try something else and that doesn't yeah. mean you'll never come back to it but it means that if you're not getting joy out of it, it's the process is, is irrelevant. And I have a friend who she goes to that every time she wants to manifest something. It works like a charm, but it's not for me. So I know yeah. like what works and what doesn't work. But yeah, just all Play different tools that just, yeah. And it's different every time. And it's just kind of how what you feel like, really. Amazing. I was going to ask you, Sophie, is there, has, been there, has there been anything or that's happened in your life that's changed your perspective on how you show up? But I think you've, very much answered that unless you had anything another story you wanted to share but oh my gosh that was the best story <laughs> yeah that was the the big shift um and this is what I'll say to people is that 
for me, I had to be on my knees at, at that point. I had to be at rock bottom to yeah. to get the faith and believe and go forward. And and not everybody has to get there because some people are like, oh, I don't want to hit, hit bottom before I make things <laughs> better. And you don't have to, obviously. Mm. Like that's what worked for me in that moment. But it's it's just finding finding something that makes you if you want things to change enough then you you can make a change you don't have to hit bottom but for me just hitting bottom like that and realizing that it things couldn't get worse for me and just seeing that that glimmer of hope just made things you know turn around and I got such great comfort from doing it that even initially when things weren't changing because I didn't wake up the next day and have everything I dreamed of Mm. it was a process but just that hope that things could get better was enough to get me through those initial days and just putting some things in action like you said you you know stop the lease on the place and you put it hands in your nose sometimes that's a lot of it as well isn't it is taking that action um in the within the law of attraction not just expecting everything to come to you it's almost like we've got to do my part of it as well yeah and I have that a lot where people think this is some kind of magic spell and (laughs) they can just go okay I'll just ask for it I'll believe it and I'll receive it and it doesn't work like that you know you have to be taking action and I I recently found this quote which was whatever you aren't changing you are choosing and oh, I thought I like that was that. really profound. Yeah, you're not because changing, you're choosing. Yeah, because yeah. people will every day they'll moan about their job. You know, I hate my job. I hate going to this job. But well, what are you doing to change it? And that doesn't mean you hand your notice in tomorrow. That's what I did. That's what worked for me. But that doesn't mean that you do that. But have you written your CV? Have you researched the market? Have you even thought about what job you want to do? Because there are changes you can be making to then get to that point where you've changed. And that's what people don't do. They just kind of stay stuck. And when you're doing that, you are accepting that this is it. And then you're mm. putting out to the universe that this is what you'll you want. That. Yeah, because you, know, you are making that choice. So then the universe is like, okay, that's what you want. So then you get more of that and you Here get nothing else. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Sophie, this has been illuminating thank you so much what do you um from your perspective what do people need to know what's your biggest hint or tip you could um you could leave us with that you are responsible for your life your life is the way it is right now because of you and you have a choice to change and you can make the change and it's not easy and it's not an overnight process but you can change just by making small baby steps. You can start that momentum going. And before you know it, you'll be living the life that you really want. Wow. Wow. Sophie, where can people find out more about you? Um, I'm over on my website, sophiegw.com. There's loads of free resources on there and, and you can contact me and find all my socials and everything on there amazing and I will um I know I follow you and I've got some stuff on you as well so I will link all that in the show notes so people can find you and that would be amazing Sophie I've absolutely loved chatting to you today thank you so much for being part of the podcast Um, I'm sure everyone's got yeah I feel motivated inspired and feel like I've learned lots um already so thank you so much oh thank you so much for having me I've really appreciated it thank you everybody have a lovely lovely week take care thank you Sophie that was 
Oh, 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 oh,